Can I Steal You for a Second, a Bachelor Nation podcast, hosted by Ashley Young, Shay Corrigan, and Natalie Zamora. Hey everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast. I'm Natalie Zamora, and I'm here with Shay Corrigan, and we have a lot of thoughts about this episode, and they're not all very great. Um, at least compared to the previous episodes. So the episode begins with Taisha on the two-on-one date with um, Noah and Bennett. And I think we're kind of over both Noah and Bennett and everyone wanted both them to go home. And it was just annoying. Like, I think she really should have sent both of them home. Like she had a, uh, one-on-one conversation with each of them and neither of them went that well. They were kind of blaming the other person and I think Bennett was trying to like outsmart him like outsmart Noah and Tasha out of it and like use word manipulation and then was talking about emotional intelligence and it was just annoying like that whole part of the episode was so annoying yeah Bennett right off the bat like he if we thought for a while thought he was like kind of fun and ridiculous and over the top like the last couple episodes it was just like peak like I don't know like buzzwords and like red flags and all that stuff and like he laid it on thick and it was, it seemed like extremely clear like all right like he's gotta go and it seemed like she saw that too it was like you know she was tired with his you know bs and like was asking like oh like well what was in your like weird gift box or like why were you like it seemed like going great and then she gets back to noah and noah's all like smiley and happy because ben has been sent home and she's mm-hmm. she tells him that she doesn't think that he's ready to get married. She tells him, like, not to be happy that she's gonna, like, and so, like, she basically tells him all the things you tell before you break up with someone or send them home, and then she's like, but I'm gonna, like, let you stick around to the rose ceremony. Where then, like, spoilers, like, she gives him another, like, why do we go through all of that, and why are you keeping him around when you have just laid out the entire case for why... Like, Bennett aside, you don't think this guy stands a chance, so why are you keeping him? Yeah, it made no sense. And it was kind of like she was just trying to follow the rules of the two-on-one date, but also, like, what are rules, especially this season? She yeah. couldn't send them both home. And, yeah, it really sounded like a breakup. Like, she was not happy with either of them. So why, Tasha? Why? Yeah, like, you, they've sent people home before. Like, just because a rose is there doesn't mean somebody has to get it. And, yeah, it was extremely frustrating and more so because I mean I guess we don't need to go in chronological order but like Bennett popping up again at the end and the promos for next week showing clearly that like he comes back and Noah goes I'm like why did we go through all of this and especially because you like Tasha's inexplicable feelings for Bennett aside like the Noah of it all like why what what are we even doing here I don't it was an extremely frustrating start to the episode yeah yeah, and well, we can talk about um, Bennett coming back later, but yeah, we had to bring it up because that was ridiculous. The whole sequence of events is just like, okay, like we know that Bennett or Noah, like neither of them are probably winning, so like just get rid of both of them. Like there's no way she sees like what she sees with like Brendan or Zach or Ben with Bennett or Noah. So like might as well just say See ya. I got a deeply panicked thought because I saw a tweet from Kelly Flanagan being <laughs> like, 
uh like Bennett hasn't said anything like nothing Bennett has done to Tasha has been like bad or blah 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 like like you don't understand like sometimes people just annoy you and if you're living in a house with them like you're bound to get like annoyed and ticked off and the immediate like you know bachelor truth or in me was like oh my god does Tasha end up with Bennett after the show in like a Kelly mm-hmm. Peter type situation. And that is why, and now they're friends with Kelly and like, and my head, like, I went like off the rails, <laughs> like, oh no, like we have all these lovely people that Tasha could end up with. And now in the back of my head, there's this possibility that, you know, it all doesn't work out. And then she ends up with Bennett in a month or whatever it is. And I was like, I just, I can't have that. That's not, that's not how this year can end. <laughs> that's like the worst thought in the world. So <laughs> thank you. Sorry for sharing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why anyone would stick up for Bennett. I don't think he's a bad person, but, like, just get rid of him. And the Kelly tweet was so ridiculous. Also, the fact that she's not verified just made me laugh. It's her. I don't know. Actually, contestants have such a weird relationship with Twitter, though, because it's, like, not their platform, so they have, like, 300 followers or whatever and only get engagement on Monday or Tuesday nights. Uh, and yet, they're still, like, minor celebrities, so it's always very weird. Yeah, yeah. It's always weird thinking that, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants are just, like, regular people that come onto the show, but, yeah, that's another conversation again. <laughs> it shouldn't surprise me that you know, a small family from lawyer or whatever she was doesn't have millions of Twitter followers to begin with, but somehow it does. Um, So then after Bennett is sent home, then we finally, we get the cocktail party and then we had the rose ceremony and finally Ed got sent home, which, (laughs) all right, he was fine, but like, again, you're not winning. You're not going to make it far. Just like, no, take him away which is like I don't understand how Blake is still there but yeah um and then she sent home Spencer who got the first impression rose so that's kind of surprising that he went home that early I feel like that usually doesn't happen but he also had no screen time or personality so yeah I I saw a completely unverified at least unverified by me tweet that was saying that he was like the fastest or like the shortest amount of time from a first impression rose to getting sent home which that's a you know unfortunate thing to be make a record for there, Spencer. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was I was boned about Demar. I was boned about Demar specifically because it was you know at the expense of Noah. Like Demar's in that category where I think we talked about it last week, where it's like there are these guys that are like clearly pals and they're kind of fun, you know, Greek chorus or whatever. But we kind of yeah. know they're not making it. And I like Demar, but it doesn't seem like he was necessarily getting you know as far as some of the other guys but he still seemed like a solid dude and like a better worth more of a rose than Noah who again she had actively like Demar she hadn't gotten to know yet so he could theoretically still be a good possibility Noah she had gotten to know to the extent that she had like basically ruled him out and then give him a rose anyways like, ah, this is yeah, I was also really disappointed with DeMar. He had so much potential. Like, maybe if he had more screen time, he wouldn't have been that great. Who knows? But he was really cute, seemed really nice, and definitely better than Noah, and definitely better than Bennett. And now they're both going to be here next week. Yeah. That, that bums me out. That was frustrating. <laughs> so after the rose ceremony, then her first one-on-one is with Ben, right? So that was such like a... 
thank God moment because we know Ben has been really itching for a rose and even though or even for a rose and for one on one date. And even though he's had one on one time with Tasha that like, you know, he's made and I think he's a strong contender, um, he still was always in his feels about not being chosen for a date. So I feel like every guy in the house was just happy for him. Like Usually they're all just like, all right, I don't get the group date, but this time they're like, all right, Benny, like, (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. They were rooting for him. I feel like it almost was maybe something where he was like so anxious about it with the guys that they were like, now that he has this, he will like shut up about it when he's (laughs) at home. (laughs) He can finally like be at peace. But yeah, I will also say like this whole, and this, I feel like our episode is going to reflect this, like. Tonight's episode felt like a real roller coaster where like I went from like being like, oh yes, like love them to just being like absolutely livid. Uh and at least the start of Ben's date, I was all on board. I'm like, oh like yes, like they're happy. Like they were doing this little scavenger hunt thing, but they ran around like hit pinatas or something. And it was, you know, kind of the best of what we've talked about Tasha's episode in the past of just seeming like fun and charming and like they were having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It seemed really fun. And then, you know, I think Tasha also said, like, now I know that I can have fun with him. So there's that. But then she just kept itching for, you know, the emotional moments, which I understand you need to, like, get emotional to get close. But forcing it is a whole other thing. And that's why we were mad at Claire for doing that with Jason. And now it seems like kind of a similar deal. Like, I don't know. I feel like she just had this perception that Ben was just like a picture perfect person and didn't want to, you know, like change that, like the way people see him, which is true. He admitted, but then it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's frustrating. And you pointed this out, you know, before we started recording, but that she was pushing him to open up more. And last week he had opened up about his eating disorder and how he felt like that was sort of, shaping his sort of you know confidence and you know the work he'd done on himself so yeah. most of bacheloration was going this being like he he opened up like this isn't like someone that you know nothing about and hasn't shared anything with you but like more problematically i feel like like someone is talking to the this show about <laughs> the correlation between like sharing like serious sort of you know trauma and emotional history mm-hmm. and just getting close or you know having intimate conversations like they're not now like one follows from the other but it seems like and the more this episode gets into it and the more we get through this season it seems like this Tasha's are particularly there's like a correlation between like how much you or how much you can share like what you're bringing to the table I guess and mm-hmm. like how much you love her or care about her and it's it's getting like really distasteful because it's it's I don't know that I I don't know what the solution is because I there's another side of I think people like well-intentioned saying that the fact that these conversations are happening on national television is huge to begin with but like with Ben who since we didn't cover it shared that he um had twice uh attempted suicide and that he had sort of gone through like a really you know dark period that he didn't seem super comfortable or ready or willing to share that and I don't know it just it that moment in particular 
didn't feel right to me. Um, what was, what were you feeling? Yeah, it did feel like, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, I want to tell you something I went through because it's important to me, you know? Like, I feel like that's kind of what Zach did um, with his past addiction struggles, even though I feel like Taisha kind of tried to get it out of him anyway, but she was kind of like, there's more to you. What is it? He's like, trauma, I'll tell you. (laughs) But yeah, with this one, I felt bad for Ben because he you know was putting it all on the table but it was really hard for him like he kept like stopping and being like um like um and Taisha was just like sitting there like "Mm, yeah tell me tell me and it's like there's a fine line and yeah it was hard because last week he um talked about having an eating disorder and said he had only told his sister so that's a huge thing and now with this uh, reveal or opening up he said he hasn't told anyone not even his sister so that felt like intrusive like I feel like he would want to tell his sister before Tasha. just being honest yeah he said something too after he after he said where he was like oh I hadn't I haven't even told my sister this and then kind of was like well like I guess she's finding out now and like that was so sad to me it was like he mm-hmm. with what seemed like because like he genuinely really likes Tasha and like really wants to sort of make this work and like have a chance that he was like, well, like, guess I'm going to have to share this to like stay in the game. And it, yeah, yeah it's all around kind of gross. But. Yeah. And it was just weird because I felt like, I mean, obviously everyone's going to react in a different way to something like that because it is serious, but Tasha was kind of just like, okay like she didn't seem all too comforting where I would have been like hugging him like oh my gosh like I'm sorry whatever and she's just like okay yeah like thanks for opening up or whatever she said but I just kind of I was like thinking I don't know what she's gone through but I feel like it's not anything like that I mean I'm just speculating here who knows because I feel like we don't know that much about her except for she went through the divorce um, which is serious but it felt like it was kind of like you've never gone through anything like that in your life and now you're making this person tell you and then you're not even really comforting him. It was just really, really weird. Yeah, and the way to, it kind of made me not reconsider, but I guess reconsider some of the previous dates too because it it's becoming, it feels like, and we can talk about this more when we get to um, Riley's date. Yeah. Like it feels like a trend where you're realizing that's what the purpose of these one-on-ones are becoming. It's not just to sort of get to know each other on like, oh, we could finally talk and find out that we both love mint chocolate chip ice cream or whatever (laughs) it is. It's that like, all right, now, now it's just us. And, you know, tell me like what, almost like what secret do you have by telling me like proves your interest or something. And yeah, I don't know. We, we can move on perhaps but it just it and like especially like I I was not fully on the Ben bandwagon last week and like I'm getting there more and now I'm now I was even more like oh man like I'm, I'm sad that you had to say that yeah I'd like you to been able to tell her that off camera or privately or whenever you felt ready to yeah yeah I feel like now every time I see Ben it's just like the emoji that's like pouting and I'm like oh like, I love you. It's not like I'm pitying him because he's pitiful or anything. It's just like, oh, like the poor guy. Um, it's the, the Kermit hugging the phone with all the hearts. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, every time. Like, Damn it, you're so cute. And I'm sorry. 
<laughs> um, so, so they had that one on one, and then yeah, and then they were dancing for. Did you know yeah. who that singer was? I did. No, but that was also like whiplash from like this like really heavy moment. Yeah. Like, all right, now we have some random country star that you know <laughs> some people probably know, like performing a song for us, and like let's dance and like. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that felt odd to me. But I guess, you know, they felt like they were in a good place after that. So that's good. <laughs> I will say in like small defense that there probably was more time there than we saw where the time when they talked about that versus other things versus when the country person was performing. <laughs> but, you know, maybe let's... Let's hope that <laughs> she wasn't like, okay, good story. Let's go dance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you hear music? Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Um, so then after his one-on-one date, they had the group date, right? So yes. Um, Blake was picked for the one-on-one, but that hasn't happened yet. Um, so the group date was um, a lie detector test that JoJo was administering. Um, and... I totally thought in the beginning that it was completely fake and it was kind of like a lighthearted, like, oh, we're going to say you're lying if it's just like a stupid question. But then they were saying, you know, Brendan apparently lied about wanting to meet Tasha's family. Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. They were doing like dumb ones with Noah, like, oh, do you miss your mustache? And he said no. And then they said he was lying. And it's like, okay, those are like funny, haha. But then. Riley comes in and they do a test question asking his name and then they say it's wrong and you can tell he's automatically stressed. So that was like, what the hell? And I think it started out as like a lighthearted idea and it turned into drama. Yeah. I also think, so I have two things to say to that. One, I was also, especially because they start with Tasha and they're like, she's going to take it first. Mm-hmm. And they were asking her things like, are you falling in love with people? And she said, yes. And it went green. And they're like, are you falling in love with multiple people? Yes. Green. Uh, and then she was asked like, if she regretted sending anybody home. And she said, no. And it went like, unable to read. And someone in the crowd goes like, oh, Bennett. And <laughs> That was when, like, I didn't, I cannot, uh, like, claim to have guessed that Bennett was coming back, but that was when I was like, like, no, like, there's, she should not regret that at all, like, that was a right decision, like, what are you doing here, Tasha? Um, but I also thought, like, between that and the initial, I still kind of think that they were rigged just as far as, like, the information we know the producers have about everyone. I think they could answer those questions, and they seem particularly the ones that were like hard to tell seem rigged to create drama. But even that was in like such a superficial way that there was no, it seemed like everybody was in on it. Like Zach was asked if he'd ever cheated. He said, yes, so fast. Yeah. He said yes with the confidence of someone that knows that he could defend it. Like, like it wasn't like, like I'm going to have, I have no problem saying yes to this because it's like not a big issue, which turned out to be true. He said that it was like when he was in like the sixth grade and he had his first girlfriend and then he made out with some other girl at a roller rink or whatever. (laughs) Um, But it just like, that just seemed like, oh, that was a detail that came out in his application. And they were like, ha ha, we'll put this in. It just all felt so calculated until the Riley thing where like it all just came like 
got like stressful and real again. Yeah. Yeah. That was really odd because you could, I like just thought it was a joke or just like wrong or whatever. And then he really starts getting stressed out about it. So I was like, Oh no, this is like really like dredging up stuff that he told Seisha he didn't want to tell her. Um, So that was not good. And that was what, so, like, after they do the lie detector test, they go to, like, the cocktail part, and it starts with Zach and his cheating, which the teasers, like, play up to be, like, the big dramatic moment where she's like, I absolutely cannot, like, be with a cheater, like, once a cheater, always, like, this whole thing, and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen here? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's immediately resolved, and she's laughing and, like, playfully, like, oh, you were messing with me, blah, blah, blah. And so then, Riley, the one that you think is gonna be like the photo one, like, haha, like, how is this wrong? Like, I was sitting there being like, well, I go by my middle name, like, maybe he goes by his middle name, like, <laughs> like, dumb things like that. And he starts talking to the, like, he gets very upset, and is like, sort of pacing, and, you know, just trying to come to avoid the cameras. And then, like you said, it explains that, like, this was something that he wasn't, he, like, straight up says this was something that he wasn't ready to share or like even really prepared to share uh but he and he says like yeah like I know like if you know we were to get married or get serious like I would at some point like tell her about my family history but I uh you know wasn't ready to wasn't planning to but like I have to now and I, I like it made me so mad because like it was a stupid gimmicky date <laughs> like this wasn't it wasn't even like the one-on-one date where she was like all right tell me about your family. And he was like, well, you know, let me tell you about my family. It was like, (laughs) we threw this thing out here. We thought it'd be funny because people would get their jokes off about Riley's name being a lie. And then it was like really happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, I don't think, I hope it didn't go, like it wasn't planned that way. But then also Taisha was like, well, I'm glad I did that because now I like got the truth from some of these guys. And I was like, Dear God, that's not how you're supposed to do it. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So, like I was saying, yeah, Tasha said, like, she was happy that it went that way, which, to me, I would be like, oh, shoot, this is supposed to be fun. But I think she was so thrown off by, like, Zach admitting he was cheating, and then probably being like, oh, no, what do I not know about these guys type of thing. But it was like, no, like, I felt so bad he, uh, Riley literally was like, I wish it would have just been wrong and went green. And it's like, damn, like, and I feel like that's kind of just like what we've been saying, at least with this episode with like kind of forcing the trauma out. It's like these things would have come out if you progressed in the relationship. Like if Riley went to hometowns or made it to hometowns, he would have had to tell her probably. So it's like these things do come out once you have a relationship, but they barely have one now. So it's, it's not good. Yeah. And that, that's, I think too, what really got me with this episode was that we've been talking so much about how like fun her season was and how everyone seemed to be like really into each other and really having a good time. And even like the previous sort of heavy conversations came with like a really refreshing sense of like honesty and openness and I think Ivan's is a really good example of mm-hmm. a conversation that came up it felt like organically that he was totally like willing and wanted to talk about and I think Zach's too the other week like you already mentioned like his his was like escalating seriousness but also 
it seemed like like something that he's clearly worked through a lot. Like it's his profession now. He's comfortable yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um, and so like it felt it still felt like this is, you know, on, on the right side of that reality TV exploitation line. Yeah. And for me, this episode really came down on the other side of feeling like it didn't seem like Ben wanted to tell that story. It did not seem like Riley wanted to tell that story. Mm-hmm. And Tasha's reactions to both of them, which seemed to sort of be on the fun side of her, you know, you know, the emotions of the season just was really uh, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was it was just odd. And like, obviously, they don't show everything and all the conversation that go down and everyone reacts to, you know, serious things differently. But she seems like such a warm and, you know, outgoing and comforting person. So I don't know if she was just trying not to be like too comforting to be like, too reassuring of her relationship with each guy or what it was. But yeah, it felt just like awkward. It felt like you were telling like, a therapist your life story but it turned out it wasn't a therapist it's just a random person on the street or something and they're just like good thank you yeah and I think I'm inclined to believe because I'm still you know smitten invitation myself that their relationships are still going to be good and like the guys and her will still sort of especially because I like um Riley and Ben a lot like it it'll be okay but there's just a part of me like really didn't like that it was broadcast on television and that it was like (laughs) didn't like the way it was presented I guess yeah I agree and then so they had the cocktail party after the um the group date which we were just talking about this is when she was like all right I have questions for these guys and she had deep conversations with Riley and then she had a cute conversation with Brendan um about the fact that they both married a conversation they've had before but still you know emotional and nice um and then she had a cute conversation with Zach and then she's like oh I can't give this rose to anyone and I think they were all really shocked because they were like we had good conversations and I feel like even in previous seasons anytime that the lead is like oh I can't give this rose for x y and z reason all the like contestants are like oh I'm just not good enough then like you really don't know if you're gonna keep me for the next week which I don't think was the case I think she was just trying to take it super seriously, but I mean, she could have just given it to someone. Yeah. At first I was really bothered by that and just the sense of like, come on, like, (laughs) especially because the the way she's been using roses this episode, it's wildly irresponsible. Like, (laughs) just get rid of Noah, give a rose to Damar, you know, give a rose to whoever you want from whoever like affirmed you the most and like their questions from the flight director or whatever like keep yeah. it moving like <laughs> but then I kind of circled back and was like because this in particular especially with Riley's like I don't a part of me feels like then it would have felt like she was giving a rose to whoever like told her the most or like yeah then like and I already feel like we're verging into like making their personal histories a competition which I super don't like and so part of me was like all right maybe it was better that since since so much came out through the lie detector not rewarding any part of that was maybe the right move um but I don't know it was just a messy episode (laughs) 
Yeah, I agree. And then like, not like I don't want Riley to make it to hometowns, but I was kind of thinking like, okay, she has to give the rose to Riley, right? But does she want him to continue? Like, I'm not really sure how confident I am that he's going to last through the next rose ceremony, which is terrible because he did just open up and he's a good guy. But yeah, that's true. It kind of would have been like, all right, well, you told me the most. So like, if I don't give it to you, that'd be messed up. But also, I don't really want to give it to you. So maybe it was that situation. I don't give it to anyone that it's not like I'm not appreciative of what you told me. Yeah, so <laughs> Tasha's going home for the night. And, <laughs> and then it gets worse. Like we have all this going on and it gets worse. <laughs> I don't understand how they didn't play this up more, like, in the promos and everything, because she walks out, and I guess she's, like, going home or whatever she's doing, and there's just, like, hey, Tasha, a voice, and she (laughs) was absolutely shocked, and I don't know how they didn't just use that clip, like, a million times throughout the season up until now, Um, and it was Bennett, of course. I just... First off, on the show in general, and I feel like it happened with Peter seasons too. Like when someone gets sent home, they should be sent home. Like, yeah. like too much of a rule abider, maybe. Where it's like <laughs> you had your chance in whatever in that moment she thought you should go home, and now you have to stay home. You don't get to be like, well, actually, like I, as he said, like I realized I love you, so now I need to be back on the show. Like that's not how this works, Bennett. Sorry. Yeah. Like, slide into her DMs when the show's over and apologize or something. You don't get to, like, force your way back into the La Quinta Inn. I know. I feel like that's, like, a reveal you tell, like, the men tell all or the women tell all. It was like, but I was in love with you. And she'd be like, what? We didn't know each other. But Oh, bummer. <laughs> yeah, that was unfair. I also don't think, I mean, who knows, but, like, it kind of seemed like just manipulation to be like, I'm in love with you. Take me back on the show. And obviously she's not heartless. She's not going to be like, all right, just leave right now. She's kind of like, all right, I need to think about it. But the next day I would have been like, see ya, like this, no. It seemed like textbook manipulation of like, oh yeah, like you said, like, what can I say? Like, you just told me these terrible things, or not these terrible things, but like the reasons why you didn't like me and you weren't feeling it and you didn't trust me. So I'm going to come back, say, I'm sorry for all that. And then like, what up? And say that like, well, it's because I'm in love with you. (laughs) <laughs> I did <laughs> we'll get to the promos in like 10 seconds but it did I did appreciate that Tasha was like not having any of his like physical mm-hmm. come-ons and like he tried to like kiss her at the end she was like no <laughs> get out of here <laughs> like nice try but no leave and I was like all right well at least you still have that at least you're still saying no to him yeah, I think she was, like, just more shocked than anything. Like, if I was her, I mean, I would imagine I wouldn't just be, like, all right, sorry, bye. I also wouldn't want him to stay, but I would, like, just be super awkward and be, like, okay, like, whatever. Um, so it's just annoying, though, because, like you said, they shouldn't come back after they're eliminated. I'm pretty sure that did happen on Peter's season, and then, like, she left the same day or something like that. Yeah, and I think it was a a liar and she came back like basically exclusively to provide some reddit gossip she was like i was gone i was online while i was gone and now i know some things (laughs) yeah that was so dumb but yeah and it's like the season has to end this month we have two new episodes next week we cannot have bennett come on and then be another whole episode 
Like it's not, it can't happen. I know. Like how fast would they, they're at seven now. Mm-hmm. So if Ben comes back, then we're back to eight. No. She would have to go, how many people go to hometowns? Four? Is it four for hometowns, three for fantasy suites, two, and then proposal? Yeah. I feel like they might do hometowns more. I don't know. That's what I was thinking because I was like, are they really going to go from four, from seven to four? Like, they're really rushing the season, but they might. So yeah. they like split them in half now. <laughs> they got rid of three people this week, so... Mm-hmm. like in one fell swoop so I guess they could do it again but yeah I mean <laughs> realistically my pick would be like Blake goes on a one-on-one does not get a date he's gone yeah. we're down to seven Noah and Bennett feud again somehow Bennett come hopefully okay I will accept Bennett coming back if he takes Noah out with him like if he comes yeah. back there's more drama and then they both leave and then who is the, who's our, oh, oh, I don't want, I was going to say, who is our uh, fifth person that's not one of the four that we always talk about? And it's Riley. Riley. So like yeah. maybe Riley's, maybe like Riley decides personally not to do the home. I could, I could see him, who knows? But yeah, I feel like that, that's going to be our Monday night. I feel my prediction now, uh, book it, is that we lose four people on Monday night. Oh, gosh. And I'm going to say Bennett just because I want to will it into existence. If he comes back, I need him to leave the same night. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I think or like Tasha will realize just like, no, what was I doing? Or like maybe some of the guys will be like, it's unfair. And she'll like trust their judgment and be like, you know what? You're right. I don't know. That's wishful thinking. So then there's also the men tell all next week. Oh, yeah. So maybe that. I don't, I don't really know how that's going to work with the timing. Like, are the episodes going to be more than two hours? Dear God, they did that with Peter's season where there was one week yeah. where we had, like, Monday and Wednesday, and one was two and one was three, and it was just, well, it was an intense week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking they probably should have had Claire on for, like, two episodes time. Right? Uh, it's, it's just, yeah, we're all over the place. I, I But I'm optimistic that Hopefully next week's episodes will like write the ship at least as far as like vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And then yeah, because the final I mean the final five that we like are all sweet children. So. Right. <laughs> I don't want them to get hurt. I would be so upset if any of honestly, let's throw Riley in that group. If any of those five, if Bennett makes it and further than any of those five, I will just have there's no I will be severely questioning Tasha's judgment. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And her emotional intelligence. <laughs> yes, of which there are four core competencies. God. Oh, so much. <laughs> At least I feel validated in our initial, like, gut instinct there. Yeah. And, like, we've still got a good radar for... Uh, <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> trying to find the right word to use on a podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm like men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other final predictions for next week? Is Chris Harrison going to be back? Maybe. Gosh, I hope. Um, okay. I, yeah, I will say if this is supposed to be like a soft audition for JoJo as a host, she's not giving me a lot of charisma. She's not giving me that Chris Harrison. Uh, comedy bring yeah. back Chris 
Yeah, she also didn't do the classic, like, all right, there's one rose left. <laughs> right? Like, that's the line. <laughs> that is her cue. Yeah, no. I was like, God dang it. Like, I heard her say, like, all right, there's one, like, or pack your bags, whatever. Say oh, your yeah. Like, and I was like, wait, you didn't say that. <laughs> you missed there's one rose. And it was a dramatic rose, too. We all know it was going to Noah, but we all hated it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, do you still want Zach to win? Is, was that the one person you wanted to win? I feel like I was just assuming. I like him a lot, but I want Brendan to win, I think. Yeah. Brendan or Ivan? I feel like Ivan has not gotten a lot of screen time recently, so I'm teetering back towards Brendan. Yeah. Uh, but it's Brendan and Ivan go back and forth on my one and two, and then Zach is probably my number three. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah, I go back and forth between the four so much. And Brendan, I still really love Brendan, but he also, I feel like he's not getting really screen time either. But it's also maybe it's just because, like, Kim and Tasha have a good connection there. And yeah. she's not making him open up. So maybe she already knows him well enough somehow after a week. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, the timing of that. Uh, who was it? that did the one week anniversary cake and all of us were like wait it's been one week <laughs> yeah i believe that was riley and he was like since like we've been dating or something right. i have no idea what that means i'm just gonna ignore it <laughs> yeah. it's like i don't know what dating means i don't know what a, a week means like <laughs> yeah. this is just too hard to piece out yeah well I'm excited, and I'm excited for Matt's season that they keep teasing every commercial break. I know, we're getting to that point of the season where, like, I'm still into it, but I'm kind of excited for it to end. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's 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 begin to wrap this up. The end of the season's usually the most dramatic anyways. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited for the final four, and then I usually love, like, when they have fantasy suites and then, like, the final two because they're in, like, yeah, uh, another country like across the world and they're doing such romantic things so I'm sure how that's gonna go yeah I was gonna say those are the best episodes but like specifically for like the travel envy of like ooh, that's a pretty hotel suite and like <laughs> oh what a nice you know uh like room service breakfast and this it's gonna be like all right here's the pool you've seen a dozen times <laughs> yeah exactly that's, that's who knows maybe they'll get creative Find a corner of the resort we haven't seen before. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> yeah, desperately. <laughs> All right, so I guess on that note, we'll wrap up this episode. We'll probably have a lot more to say next week with the million episodes that we have to watch and 200 hours of The Bachelor content. <laughs> just how we like it. <laughs> I, like, honestly wish that I could just watch it on Hulu, but why, with, like, no commercials, but, like, I'm ne never going to do that. That's not. We're going to be me. <laughs> we'll never be me. All right. Thank you, guys, everyone, for listening. Um, make sure to give us a good review on Apple Podcasts. Um, follow us on Twitter. Our Accept This Rose handle is at iWatchBachelor, and we'll see you next week. Bye.